It's 4.59. At Bremer Bank, we see you and everything you're working to accomplish. Since 1943, we've helped neighbors like you achieve success on their own terms, making the places we call home grow and prosper. We'd love to hear what you see for yourself, your business, your family, your future. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at Bremer.com. Do you know the secret? We know the secret. Hi, I'm Peter. I lost 76 pounds and over 30 inches. I feel much better, get around better. I know the secret. Hi, my name is Linda, and I've lost over 54 pounds and over 31 inches, and I know the secret. Hi, I'm Jessica. I lost over 61 pounds and over 41 inches. I know the secret. Hi, I'm Dr. Justin Scher, D.C., with Eau Claire Weight Loss, and I know the secret to losing up to one pound of fat every day. My unique weight loss program makes it easy to lose weight, get healthy, and get your energy back naturally, safely, and effectively. If you'd like to lose unhealthy fat without counting points or calories, no exercising, no prepackaged meals, no HCG, no surgery, and no hypnosis, call my office now at 715-502-4748 or visit weknowthesecret.com. We Know the Secret. It's 5 a.m. This is WAXX 104.5 radio and FM radio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Let's hear some world and national news. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. A six-year-old boy is among the three victims killed by a gunman at the Gilroy Garlic Festival in Northern California. Alberto Romero told NBC Bay Area that his six-year-old son, Stephen Romero, was killed. My son had his whole life live and... He was only six. Three people were killed and at least 15 people were hurt in the shooting yesterday that came on the last day of the event. Police Chief Scott Smithy said that officers engaged and killed the shooter in less than a minute. He says there was a second person involved in the shooting, but police are not sure if he was a shooter. The suspects reportedly snuck into the festival by cutting through a fence. The top Democrat in the Senate is slamming President Trump's choice to be the next director of national intelligence. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer said Texas Congressman John Ratcliffe was chosen because he showed a blind loyalty to Trump through his demagogic questioning of special counsel Robert Mueller last week. He said it would be a big mistake to allow such a partisan player into a role that requires nonpartisanship. A professional surfer is recovering from his injuries after being attacked by a shark near the Jacksonville Beach Pier in Florida. 23-year-old Frank O'Rourke says he was lying on his board in the water about 20 yards from the pier Saturday afternoon when the shark suddenly latched onto his elbow. I can feel it thrash around just just momentarily. It wasn't a long time. It just thrashed and let go and then swam away. And this is all in about 30 seconds. O'Rourke says he was in shock as he headed back to shore and says he's lucky to still have his arm. Despite his injuries, he says he didn't need to go to a hospital and simply had the wounds bandaged. O'Rourke says he plans to stay out of the water for a few weeks to let his wounds heal, then plans to get back onto his surfboard. And U.S. and Chinese trade negotiators resume talks this week in an effort to end the year-long trade war. Trump administration negotiators are flying into Shanghai today for the first face-to-face talk since the two nations declared a truce at last month's G20 summit. Many analysts don't expect too much progress, though, from the two-day talks. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Proudly celebrating 100 years, the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation is a grassroots organization of people just like us who care about keeping agriculture strong. Joining the Farm Bureau also qualifies you for a number of money-saving member benefits, including discounts on insurance, travel, even equipment. Farm Bureau proud for 100 years. The Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation. Join at WFBF.com. The station's Midwest family broadcasting invite you to the U.S. Open Chainsaw Sculpture Championships, the first through the fourth at Eau Claire's beautiful Carson Park. This benefit for the Paul Bunyan Logging Camp is fun for the whole family, featuring the world's best carvers competing for the U.S. Open. There's fun for the kids, there's chainsaw sculptors, there's auctions, quick carve competition, and performances from the Sioux Orfield Band. The U.S. Open Chainsaw Sculpture Championship in beautiful Carson Park in Eau Claire, August 1st through the 4th. We'll see you there. 64 degrees here at Wax 104.5 as we continue with the morning chores. Well, it's going to be another day of looking at storm damage in this part of the state. 
The National Weather Service is trying to figure out if the damage in Barron and Polk counties from yesterday's line of storm came from straight-line winds or another tornado. A neighbor says they saw a funnel cloud in Barron County and radar indicated strong winds. Forecasters say the latest line of storms knocked down trees and knocked out power power lines in both of those counties. As I said, it's 64 degrees here in Eau Claire, 73 in La Crosse. Marshfield has 67. Green Bay is at 70. Rice Lake is at at, uh, 63. Wausau, 67. Madison, 73. Milwaukee, 79. And my beautiful weather reporter on Iman Ridge tells me it's 61 degrees. Well, that front moved through hard and heavy again yesterday afternoon, last night. And uh, uh, as I reported, brought a bunch of ugly weather. But a new front is moving in that's promising dry weather for the next few days. Some clouds might hang around today, but uh, plenty of sun is promised throughout the week. Today, in this neck of the woods, we're looking at a high of 77. Tomorrow, a high of 75 with a low of 52. And on Wednesday, a high of 78 and a low of 56. And as I said, folks, if you get the chance, uh, get on up there and help out some of these folks that need it. Up in that Barron Polk uh, County area, Plenty of damage to take care of from that last storm yet. And, uh, again, things moved through last evening and did a little bit more when people were just getting their power restored and starting to get things cleaned up. Land, family, good weather. All a farmer needs for the simple life. Just a field, a family, sunshine, and rain. And a drone for digital imaging and software to run geospatial analysis, and a commercial driver's license for heavy equipment, and a spreadsheet program to help maximize your return on investment, and an understanding of genetics, biology, economics, climatology, banking, global market prices, land lease negotiation, engineering, and HR management. Oh, and estate planning, so you can pass this so-called simple life Unto your kids. At Pioneer, we're proud to work with generations of American farmers in the most complex and rewarding industry on earth. So, from your friends at Pioneer, thank you, farmers. Stressing over college costs? Discover Student Loans can help with zero fees and a cash reward for good grades. Apply at discoverstudentloans.com today. Limitations apply. Six minutes after five as we continue with those morning chores. Let's have a first look at the markets on the cash livestock side of things. Fed beef steers end of the week at 108.5 to 118.5 with mixed selling 183 to 108. Fed beef heifers are at 108 to 114 and three quarters with mixed 60 to 108. Fed Holstein steers at 82 to 93 and a half with select going 64 to 81. Cows are at 58 to 73. Bulls 67 and a half to 84. Butcher hogs were at 48 with sows 25 to 28 and boars 10 to 15. Shorn and unshorn market lambs are at 115 to 150 and feeder lambs are at $1.30 to $1.45. On the livestock futures live cattle for August are at 108.65. That's steady. October is at 109.90, again steady. December, 114.30, down a nickel. And February is at 118.02, up a nickel. Feeder cattle for August are at 143.72, up 92 cents. September, 144.10, up 87. October, 143.57, up 30. November, 143.30, up 17. And January, 141.60, up a quarter. Lean hogs for August are at 86.42. That's up 47 cents. October, uh, 79.45. That's up 80. December, 78.10, up 75. And February is at 82.12, up 75. A first look at the or a first look at the dairy markets. Barrel cheese ended the week at 172. That was steady. 40 pound blocks at 182 and a half. That's down a half. Grade double A butter at two thirty seven. And on the class three futures, July is at seventeen forty eight up two. 
August 1766, down three. September 1799, up three. October 1794, that's steady. And those prices are mostly up through March. Hi, I'm Gibby the Goldfish. As we celebrate our independence this July, Gibson's Water Care would like to take a moment to thank our troops and veterans that have protected our freedoms. Gibson's Water Care is locally owned and carries American-made products. Many products made right here in Wisconsin. During the month of July, we're offering a $99 standard install. Go online to Gibson's Water Care for more information. Gibson's Water When you're in for improving your energy efficiency, Wisconsin is in for growing your farm's energy savings. Focus on energy partners with Wisconsin Utilities to offer farmers the tools to grow their farm's energy efficiency and cash incentives to make it happen. Get started today. Call 888-947-7828 or visit FocusOnEnergy.com slash agribusiness to learn more. That's focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness. Focus on Energy, helping farmers grow since 2001. 10 after 5 of Wax 104.5. Well, that fair season is in full swing, as we all know, this time of year. What fun, what grand fun. And I got to a whole heap of fairgrounds this week, and I'll tell you, it, it just never gets old for me. And uh, one of my favorite things that I did, uh, several of, one of many favorite things that I did over the weekend was worked as the announcer at the Taylor County Fair's market animal sale. And I grabbed onto one of the uh, show people right before the sale started. There I, it was a young woman named Bailey Angel who was about to take a pog into the show ring for that sale. And just uh, found out a little bit from uh, Bailey about herself and her hogs. I am with the popular girl 4-H. And what all did you show this year? Just pigs. A couple of them? Two. Two, and how did you do? They look mighty fine. Um, I got a second blue and uh, second place. And... You're hoping you do fairly well here in the market sale. This probably isn't your first uh, uh, rodeo with this uh, ant market animal sale, is it? No. How many years have you shown here? This is my fifth year. And why have you started showing, and why should other youth uh, show? Because it gets them used to other people and lets them make new friends. And why hogs? Why have you shown hogs all these years? Just think that they're a cool animal, and they're just fun to work with. Fun to work with. That's pretty good. You can keep up with them, huh? How much do you walk these critters every year, and, uh, you know, how, how do you uh, work with them? Probably about 90 days and two hours for a day. And what breeds all, all are in these? What are their names? Tank and Ratchet. Um, Ratchet is a Hampshire cross, and Tank is a Hampshire do you find these hogs nearby? Um, quite a ways away. Yeah, secret, huh? Yes. And uh, what's the best you've done? Um, reserve champion. Really? How long ago was that? Two years. How many more years of showing do you have? Six, I think. So you have time to get back in that reserve champion or champion spot, huh? Yes. What are you looking for in a good hog? Um, just a good built hog and then some weight so that it makes it fill out a little more. How'd they do for weight, by the way? Um, one was 299, which was right about the max weight that you get paid for, and the other one was at the middle weight class. All right, that's Bailey Angel at the Taylor County Fair getting ready for the market animal sale. When you've got to have an auction, you want to work with a company that knows what it's doing to help you, and that means you want to use Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. All the folks at Christensen Sales are true auction professionals. They remember all the little things to take care of, and they've been doing it for such a long time. You know they're trustworthy, too. They handle every aspect of your auction professionally and fairly. Christensen Sales and its auctioneers are registered with the state of Wisconsin, too. Give them a call at 715-223-6345. Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. Wisconsin. 
64 degrees here at Wax 104.5. Scott rolling with the morning chores. And as I just got done reporting, fairgrounds are all alive in this neck of the woods right now. And I'm loving every minute of it. And I got to hit a lot of them. You know, Bob Bosold is apt to say that good young people are doing good things where FFA and 4-H are concerned. And at the Eau Claire County Fair, I ran into a perfect example of that with a guy named Grant Goodell from the Augusta FFA. He uh, wanted to help out one of his classmates, Tenley Walker, who uh, had, a brain, has a, had a brain tumor taken care of earlier this year, right before their high school graduation. And Grant got into that show ring and everything went well for way, uh, finding a way to help out his classmate and friend and for uh, uh, co-FFA officer, Tenley Walker. At the end of our school year, one of my good classmates and one of my really good friends was diagnosed with cancer. That's, that's Tenley Walker. And um, I wanted to help her out a little bit more. So a couple of weeks ago, I talked to my uh, parents, and I decided I wanted to donate all my, um, my check from my pig to her. And um, the day before the auction, people um, at the fair wanted, to, wanted me to do it also. So it just happened that we both wanted to do it, and I decided to do it, and it was good cause. It's a good cause, and it turned out fairly well. What did you get per pound for that animal? I got um, $32 per pound, and my pig weighed 276 pounds, which was a total of like 800 or $8,800. I'm glad you did the math because that math is way beyond me when it comes to that. $32 a pound for hogs. How did the bidding go with that? Um, it started out, I think, at like $4 a pound. And next thing I know, it's only at 30 They just kept going up and up and up. The two buyers just kept going back and forth, and it stopped at 32 Now, you and Tenley are classmates and both FFA officers? Yep, we were both FFA officers throughout our um, years in the high school. And originally, she helped me when I did a fair or the pig project right away. I didn't have a show stick, so she borrowed um, hers to me. So I just want to pay back the favor. That's quite a way to pay it back. And by the way, that's at the Augusta FFA chapter. Have you gotten to talk with Tenley uh, since the sale? I did, and she was super thankful about all the community and all the people that have helped her, and she really liked it. Again, how did the bidding go? Did uh, one person bid? Did several people bid? Uh, how did that go? So um, there's a collective of about eight businesses. It was um, Crab Touch Floral, Chilson Motors, Chippa Valley Electric, Gusta Tyronado, Ardith and Glenn Salisrud, Michael and Rachel Goodell, Unity Bank, and I believe that's it. And then there was also Hickory um, Hills Golf Course was bidding us up too. That was quite a night for you. What did that feel like in the ring for you? Is that you had to almost have goosebumps as that went on? Yeah, the number just kept going up and up, and you just can't believe that when you hear like thirty bucks, you just never, you never hear something like that out there. Grant Goodall doing good things with 4-H and FFA. This is Scott Schultz at the Eau Claire County Fair. It's a truck on steroids. It drives like warm butter. It'll tow anything, but it'll feel like you're towing nothing. This truck cab is so roomy and quiet, um, Rick meditates in it. I'm Rick Moore, the owner of the all-new Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane. You can lease a new 2019 Ford F-150 XLT truck for just $199 a month during our Ford Summer Sales Event. Just $199 a month, 10% down plus tax, title, and license. 24-month lease, 10,500 miles per year, and zero security deposit. This lease offer expires August 3rd. 2019. I'm Aaron Tessendorf, one of the sales managers here at Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane. Folks, no other dealership gives you the same no pressure, no hassle buying experience. I want to buy your nice used vehicle, even if you don't trade it. I'll pay you cash for it. Test drive the best darn truck made today, the new 2019 Ford F-150 truck. At Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane, home of the lifetime warranty. Across from the new Fleet Farm, corner of I-94 and Highway 93. 18 minutes past 5 here at Wax 104.5. There's a lot that goes on in the world of marketing where dairy is concerned. Let's hear from our friend Pam Yankee to the south 
about one of those projects. New technology and new products. That's how you keep your organization fresh. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. And AMPI Dairy Cooperative has been around a long time. But, Pam, that doesn't mean you can't change. Boy, that's for sure, Bob. Fabulous farm babe, Pam Yankee, here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And actually, during the recent Dairy Experience Forum, I was surprised to hear AMPI, a dairy farmer cooperative that's got uh, talons and connections to Wisconsin, has decided for the first time in that company's history that they're actually going to put their name on a brand, a name of a product. Uh, You know, in the past, AMPI has been known for the quality cheese and butter that it supplies other companies that put their name on it. Well, Marshall Reese is in the marketing department for AMPI, and he says, starting this year, that all changes. We are the dairy products that make the brand. Mm-hmm. Um, so we make a lot of products for other people. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that our customers want to know is that we're doing the right thing. Uh, and that's certainly with, uh, with the Fair Oaks Farms, with Fair Life, uh, that certainly bubbled those questions back up to the top again. Um, and so we certainly have received a lot of uh, just uh, inquiries, just wanting to know, um, you know, what we are doing, how are we assuring we are doing the right thing. And uh, that's one of the reasons why certainly AMPI is is 100% farm certified, Um, Mm -hmm. so FARM, uh, Mm -hmm. part of the farm program. Now, did you get any pushback from your farmers when you kind of said, this is it, boys, you got to do this? You know, I don't know that I specifically can answer that. Um, You know, I I am not on the farm side. I'm on the sales and marketing side. Um, But it it is a condition of membership. Um, And I think it's it's, AMPI, from what I understand, was one of the early adopters uh, of going 100% farm. So I'm sure there was some pushback, but Mm -hmm. I think it was one of the things that our farmer owners realized that it was was a necessity. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's something that we're going to have to do Mm -hmm. in order to be able to provide products for our, for our clients or our customers. You know, we talk a lot about this sustainability and uh, the, the environment and so forth. It's not just a headline. You're living it every day. It's not just about animal care. You get a lot of different questions, a lot of different requirements that your customers want fulfilled before they're going to buy a pound of AMPI cheese or butter. Uh, that is correct. Um, we get inundated with paperwork um, of uh, our customers wanting to know all sorts of information about how we operate as a company, how we are uh, good stewards, uh, that we are sustainable, uh, that we provide a, a good positive workplace. So it, it isn't necessarily just strictly on the farm mm-hmm. side, but it's even on how employees are treated, um, you know, benefits that employees are receiving. Um, you know, work, uh, all of those things uh, are what uh, our customers now want to know from their suppliers. And I really don't think it's specific to AMPI. Uh, it truly is specific to anyone providing products for someone else. Right. Um, uh, there was also a conversation about uh, tracing it all the way back to the farm. You know, that's one thing a lot of people don't understand is that uh, milk is sourced from a lot of different farm locations. Do you sense that that traceability issue, literally knowing you where each farm that made up that tanker is, is that something that's going to be in the future? Because that starts to get more complicated. Certainly, when you commingle milk on a tanker or even in a silo, um, it it does make it a little bit more challenging uh, of being able to say this piece of cheese came from specifically that farm. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can probably, you know, go back to uh, uh, several farms, um, but that is something that more and more uh, consumers are are desiring to know. And, uh, you know, there's certainly uh, the term you hear out there, blockchain. Um, That is a way that, uh, you know, you can certainly trace things back to the source. Um, And and that'll probably continue to play more and more of a part, um, even in dairy. You know, knowing that story, though, it's launched a brand new product. Now, as you started the conversation, AMPI provides the product that makes the brand. So you work with your products in a lot of different stores under a lot of different labels. And now, kind of going a little different way, tell me about the new butter. Yes, so we are very proud to be introducing Dinner Bell Creamery. It is uh, butter made by AMPI. Uh, AMPI has been in the butter business for many, many, many years. But we've always made butter for others. Um, And 
Kind of as I mentioned earlier, uh, consumers trust farmers. Um, farmers are one of the trusted sources for information on food. And being that AMPI is a farmer-owned cooperative, we have a lot of farmers. Um, we have a lot of dairy farmers. And so we kind of saw that as really an underutilized asset that we had a lot of. And so how can we utilize our dairy farmers? How can we utilize this trusted source for food knowledge? And uh, kind of the first step that we're taking there is is launching Dinner Bell Creamery. Uh, and this is a way to connect consumers to farmers uh, is through our butter. And uh, we're doing that through our farmhouse rules. And so farmhouse rules are sayings that our, our farmer owners actually submitted, uh, and it's on the inner wrap of the butter. So we are using, uh, you know, there's four quarters within a pound of butter. So each quarter has a, a butter lock uh, wrap around it, so it's protecting the flavor. But then we're putting a quote from one of our farmer owners on that stick. And I think the first round of, of quotes, I think there's 15 or 16 of them. Uh, and then as those run out and run their their, their cycle, then when we go through another printing of a butter lock wrap, um, we'll come up with a whole other set of uh, farmer house rules. Yeah, uh, and it's interesting. The farmer house rules, it's designed to tell a story, make a connection in a short way. Can you give me some examples of what those phrases on the butter wrap is going to say? Sure. So, um, you know, one of the very simple ones is always shut the gate behind you. Um, you know, I think people can relate to that. Um, another one that, that I kind of like because it really gives a glimpse into uh, the life of a dairy farmer is always take time to watch the sunrise. So not necessarily the sunset, which you should watch that as well, <laughs> but the sunrise, you know, because it tells you that we're up early, um, we're out early, we're, we're working hard, we're... We actually are taking a break to watch the sunrise mm -hmm. uh, to mm -hmm. just indicate um, that, that, we, uh, that we're out working. Uh, and then another one, uh, just for example, is when you hit the snooze button, that's when the milk truck shows up early. <laughs> <laughs> and I think if you're a dairy farmer, that one probably really rings true. Sure, sure. Now, how far will distribution be on that particular butter? And did you get any pushback or what are you doing here with some of the other companies that you worked with providing them butter. Sure. So we are uh, we are just now rolling it out. Okay. Um, we made it available to our own internal network of, of people yeah. uh, that work at AMPI. So with our farmer owners, yeah. um, it became available for June as Dairy Month. Uh -huh. um, and now that we're into July, we're just starting to push it out into some of our existing customers uh -huh. that we're buying a, an AMPI-labeled product. Okay. So that is changing over to Dinner Bell. Mm. Um, and then we're introducing it with some of the other customers where we're packing private label for. And uh, you will probably see it not only in the Midwest, but uh, but up and down the East Coast as well. Nice. Now, we were talking about trying to get a little interaction going between that customer and your farmer. Is there anything else on the package or anything else where they really will get a sense of the farmers that help make that butter? You know, we're not at this point calling out specific farms, but, um, you know, we're, we're certainly using a phrase um, called co-op crafted okay. um, oh, yeah. so that um, mm -hmm. our consumers Consumers can can make that connection that that not only is it farmers but it's it's a co-op right it's it's a the farmers actually own the the product they own the dairy they own the business um, this is this is a farmer-owned dairy cooperative and so the co-op crafted the farmhouse rules uh, it's really the way to connect consumers with with farmers and that that trusted source of food uh, knowledge. Very cool. Marshall Reese in the marketing department for AMPI, that farmer-owned dairy cooperative headquartered in New Ulm, Minnesota, but with connections right here in Wisconsin. Dinner Bell Creamery. That's the name that you can look for on the brand new butter product they'll be bringing to market, he says, sometime later this year. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke. Here's some good advice and all of that. Thanks, Pam and Marshall, for the report. But, boy, stop and watch that sunrise. That's always one of my favorite things to do when I get the chance. We'll be hearing from Rocky over at Premier Livestock right after this.
EBJ Livestock Marketing is in our area. EBJ buys calves of all sizes and breeds three days a week in the listening area. No trucking, no commissions, and your calves are paid for before they ever leave your farm. EBJ Livestock also buys and sells groups of Holstein and beef steers with HolsteinTrader.com and BeefTrader.com. The marketing team at HolsteinTrader.com reaches multi-state regions, giving them excellent buying power. So farmers, find out what your livestock are worth. Call EBJ for a competitive bid. Call them at 800-428-1429 and check them out on Facebook and at HolsteinTrader.com. It's 529 a.m. here at Wax 104.5. I have Rocky on the phone over at Premier Livestock. Good morning, Rocky. Hey, good morning, Scott. You hit some fairgrounds this weekend, didn't you? Yeah, we were at uh, Taylor County, Medford, uh, Eau Claire Claire County, uh, getting some animals bought, and uh, I've seen you up at Taylor County, and... uh, Yeah, nice event there. Uh, Eau Claire had a really nice show, too. So. Absolutely. And, boy, that uh, one of those hogs uh, is that fundraiser. That consortium got together $32, pounds, $32 a pound to help out a, a young woman with cancer. That's, that, that was pretty I, amazing. i got to yeah. tell you, Rocky, I'm, I'm so impressed. Uh, up at the Taylor County uh, where I was doing the announcing and you were there, the kids donating uh, to different causes, it's just incredible. Yeah, it's nice to see them bring a lot more because of that too. So absolutely, absolutely. Well, tell us what's going on at this week's markets. Uh, thank you, Scott. Good morning, everyone. That's how last week's market shaped up at Premier Livestock on the fed cattle, high choice and prime Holstein steers, eighty-seven to ninety-two. Select low choice, seventy-five to eighty-six. Choice beef steers and heifers, one hundred two to one hundred nine. Uh, large discounts on them select cattle. Uh, they uh, make sure they're finished when you're shipping them, guys. Ninety-five and down. Market cows sold stronger. High yielding cows, sixty-seven to seventy-five. Most cows, forty-eight to sixty-six. Market bulls stronger. High yielding bulls 80 to 95 lower yielding 75 and down organic market cows sold on mondays high yielding cows 71 to 88 lower yielding 55 to 70 uh, newborn holstein bull calves mostly from 35 to 125 top holstein bull calves and it's a usual market top and monday at 125 to 140 beef calves 100 to 295 holstein heifer calves 20 to 90 uh, this week regular marketing week uh, selling market cattle calves monday Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Uh, we do have a feeder cattle auction every Tuesday, dairy cattle auction every Wednesday, hay auction also every Wednesday at 9.30. This week's dairy cattle auction lineup this Wednesday, we got a top herd of 80 Holstein dairy cows, 80-pound tank average, 82 cell count, no TMR, uh, tie stall, free stall. Their yonis tested negative. They've been AI since 1955. Uh, just a really good quality herd. we got a load of registered fresh cows coming out of Minnesota, all young fresh cows, first and second lactation. we got 12 fancy AI springers, uh, lots and lots more. Questions, give us a call at Premier, 715-229-2500. Check our website. Uh, lots more information. we got pictures of this week's herd on there. Check it out, premierlivestockandauctions.com. And, uh, Scott, that's how it shaped up. Did you have any pie left over? Oh, I had plenty of pie left over. You know, when you, uh, for those who haven't heard, I judge the was one of the judges at the Eau Claire County Pie Contest at the county fair yesterday. And, boy, you, you don't want to get too deeply into those pies, let me tell you, as much as you want to, because you <laughs> walk out of there shaking with a sugar high, and that's just <laughs> sampling a little dab of each pie. And wow. it's an adventure, yeah, it's... It, it's tough. It's it's tough duty, Rocky. Hard hard decisions. I have to say, they've never asked me to do that. They probably figure I'd eat too much. That can be arranged. That can be changed <laughs> from here on out. Thank you much, Rocky. All right, sounds good. good. Have a good you. one. See you in the fairgrounds. It's Rocky over at Premier Livestock. Some local news: Lake Halley and Chippewa County, Lake Halley Police and the Chippewa County Sheriff's Department are investigating a reported shooting last night. They were called at about ten twenty p.m. Two uh, residents on 45th Avenue in the 13,000 block in the village of Lake Halley when officers arrived. They found people that were injured from gunshot wounds. Two people were transported to the hospital by the Chippewa Fire District personnel. And that situation is being investigated by the Chippewa County Sheriff's Department and the Lake Halley Police Department. The man who kidnapped Jamie Kloss and killed her parents is now in a New Mexico prison. A New Mexico 
uh, Corrections Department employee told the Las Cruces Sun News that 22-year-old Jake Patterson was transferred from a Wisconsin maximum security prison earlier earlier this month. Patterson was giving a, given a life sentence for the shooting of Kloss's parents, killing them last October and holding the 13-year-old captive in his cabin for almost three months. A Republican senator is firing back at President Donald Trump. Ron Johnson of Wisconsin disputed the president's conclusion Friday that farmers are over the hump and doing well during this trade war, saying, in fact, they're suffering. Wisconsin dairy farmers have been struggling since a drop in milk prices five years ago due to overproduction and exporting issues, and nearly 700 dairy farms closed in 2018 around the state. And, boy, the weather. It's shaky all year so far, it seems, and maybe we'll uh, get some things to settle down this week. Uh, Monica, how bad did it get up north of us uh, last night, and... Uh, what are we looking for this week? Sure. Well, uh, most of the damage reports were out of Polk and Barron counties. Uh, Polk County uh, had quite a bit of damage, and so did uh, the city of Barron. And a definite tornado was reported in Barron, at least uh, relayed by the public. So uh, the National Weather Service will be out in both of those locations today checking things out. Uh, and the nice thing Really, the good thing is that the weather this week does look quiet. And similar to last week, after we saw that other round of a severe weather, it's going to be a lot quieter. Just clouds and sun for today. A lot less humid, just a little breezy, but 77 for a high today and uh, a lot more comfortable. Then 54 tonight under a partly cloudy sky. More sunshine tomorrow. Comfortable, low humidity, 75. We'll end the month of July with more sunshine, 78. 80s return for the start of August, but we should stay dry Thursday and most of Friday, maybe a stray shower late, and the majority of the weekend should also be dry with just a slight chance of a shower. Right now in Eau Claire, it's 63. I'm Skywarn 13 meteorologist Monica Ott. Thanks for that sunny outlook, Monica, and boy, those people up north sure have had it rough the last couple of weeks. I know. Hopefully that was the last for a long time. Let's hope so. Thank you. That's Monica over at Skywarn 13. I'm Scott Schultz with the Focus on Energy program with Heather Fagum, who's a program manager for agriculture, schools, and government programs with Focus on Energy. Focus on Energy has incentives for grain dryer tune-ups. Focus on Energy has previously provided incentives for new grain dryers, but this year in 2019, we also saw the need to give incentives for tuning up your grain dryer as well. You're actually going to see about uh, 5% in energy reduction and see that uh, investment returned within the drying season um, just with your energy savings that you're sending to the utility. The incentive is $150 per grain dryer tuned up, and that's going to cover about 30% of the cost of the service. That's Heather Fagum, Program Manager for Agriculture Schools and Government Programs with Focus on Energy. For information... About their programs, call 888-947-7828 or see them at FocusOnEnergy.com. Stressing over college costs? Discover Student Loans can help with zero fees and a cash reward for good grades. Apply at DiscoverStudentLoans.com today. Limitations apply. 23 minutes before 6 as we continue with the morning chores here at Wax 104.5. Let's go over to Equity Altoona and hear from Jim Lindsay about the way the sales ended there the last week on Thursday and Friday. And then we'll be hearing from Jerry Fitzgerald over at Stratford Equity. Choice beef steers and heifers, 90 to $1.09. Choice dairy cross steers and heifers, 85 to $1.05. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers, 87 to 92 at the top of 93.75. Choice Holstein steers, 80 to 86. Select underfinished heavyweight steers and heifers, 80 cents a pound and down. Top 20% of the cow cows sold from 57 to 65 with the top of 67. 60% of the cows sold from 42 to 56. Bottom 20% of the cows sold from 42 and down. Cow bulls sold from 65 to 80 with the top of 85.50. Thin full horn bulls and bulls weighing over one ton all discounted. 80% of the 95 pound and up Holstein bull calves sold from 20 to $70 per head. There was no quote on the good Holstein heifer calves. Light, poor quality calves sold from $30 per head and down. Here are prices for our 
fancy vaccinated feeders from our last sale, which was held on Friday, July 26th. Three to six hundred pound beef steers, a dollar ten to a dollar forty-seven. Six to nine hundred pound beef steers, ninety to a dollar thirty-five. Three to six hundred pound beef heifers, ninety to a dollar thirty-five. Six to nine hundred pound beef heifers, seventy-five to a dollar twenty-five. Three to six hundred pound Holstein steers, seventy-five to a dollar eight. Six to nine hundred pound Holstein steers, sixty-five to ninety-four cents. Just a quick reminder, our next special feeder sale is Friday, August 9th. If you would like to sign in cattle to our upcoming sale or would like an on-farm visit, feel free to call the market at 715-835-3104. Early consignments are always appreciated. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in Altoona. Have a great day. Thank you, Jim. And we have Jerry Fitzgerald on the line over at Stratford Equity. Did you get a little rain last night again, Jerry? Yeah, we got some more rain. Uh... Not a lot, about you know, just a little bit over a third of an inch in the rain gauge this morning, but uh, we didn't, didn't, uh, it was fairly windy again, uh, and more lightning and all that other good stuff that comes with it, but I didn't, uh, I didn't hear any reports locally of anything too severe, but like you were talking about up north again, boy, it's uh, got in pretty soon here, but uh, um, kind of a refreshing morning up front must have come through because, boy, quite a bit cooler, about 61 right now. And so, uh, anyway, maybe it'll be a nicer day, but we do have to get this weather back in shape here because, boy, I tell you, folks got a lot of work to be doing other than cleaning up trees and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. And like I keep saying, those folks could use some help up around Barron and Polk County there. They have been nailed back to back to back and uh, trees lying all over the place, roofs lying around. It's a mess. And some of those people just got their power back and... Over your way, I know there are some people in that same condition, Jerry. Yeah, I think most of the folks around the last power outages, I think, have been restored as of before the weekend. Uh, most of those were in Portage County area, so I know there was a few scattered places around Marathon County or two, but it's it's been a difficult last uh, eight to ten weeks uh, for all the folks out there, whether you're in agriculture, wherever you are. So let's hopefully... Uh, as we turn the calendar here later in the week, maybe we can get into some more stable weather, whatever that is. I don't know. That's not a meteorological term, is it? Or? No, it's something. But, yeah, we have to have some sun and dry weather. So, anyway, tell us what's going on over at the market. All right. Uh, Scott, thank you very much, and a very good morning to everyone. Uh, this will be the sales schedule this week here at uh, Stratford Equity, and we will start uh, this morning at Stratford here at 9.30 this morning. Uh, Monday morning here, uh, overnight delivered cattle will be for, uh, sold first, of course. We'll start the sale today with the market cows. Also selling this morning will be fat cattle and bulls. We'll get to those baby calves around the 11 o'clock hour, and this afternoon we'll finish up with the rest of the market cattle. Tomorrow, Tuesday in Stratford, market auction does start at 11. 11 a.m. Uh, with uh, market cattle and calves tomorrow on Tuesday. Wednesday, of course, we do start at 10 o'clock with market cattle and also selling fat cattle on Wednesday. Sheep, hog, and goats on Wednesday at 11 o'clock. Baby calves at 1130. Uh, feeder cattle auction on Wednesday at noon. And, of course, the regular market auction on Thursday, 11 o'clock start time for that. Um, our next dairy sale here in Stratford will be next week. That will be Tuesday, August the 6th. Uh, and our next uh, special bread beef cow sale will be coming up Wednesday, August the 7th, which will be one week from this coming Wednesday. As part of that sale in, uh, on August the 7th, we do have a complete herd dispersal of uh, bread beef cows. There's about 45 of those. Uh, most of them are going to be black. There will be some Herefords in that uh, consignment also. But a few folks in the, uh, in the uh, beef business, uh, put that date on your calendar, Wednesday, August 7th. Special bread beef cow sale here at Equity Stratford, again, Wednesday, August the 7th. That'll be a noontime start. As usual, all this information is on our website, uh, and our phone number is 715-687-4101, and our website, Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford page. So, again, Scott, we'll be back here tomorrow morning to give uh, updated market numbers. Uh, everything changes quite rapidly in our business, as you know that, so... Uh, We'll have fresh numbers tomorrow morning, and Scott, uh, have you heard from Bob? Well, I just did. I'm about to uh, play the first report from Alaska. Oh, okay. Well, that's uh, when is his scheduled return? You don't. Who knows? I, I think I think next week. This time, I think he'll be back on Tuesday, maybe. Oh, all right. So, well, yeah. as long as uh, as long as everything is okay up there, and he doesn't send you any wires, uh, yeah. uh, Scott, send money so we can get home. You that's know, something right. like that. That's right. 
We don't want that. All right. All right, Jerry, thank you so much. Scott, thank you. And also, do want to mention uh, for our folks here in Marathon County, Wasa Fair does start tomorrow. So. Yep. All right, Scott, maybe we'll see you over there. We'll see you over at the Marathon County Fair. The Central Central, no, my goodness. I, Wisconsin Valley Fair, that's what I'm trying to say. There you so, go. That's in Watson. You know where you, that is. You betcha. All right, Jerry. Jerry Fitzgerald over at Stratford Equity. And as I mentioned, as we know, Bob and his traveling crew are up in Alaska. And we'll be hearing from that right after we talk with Michelle over at Tureen Livestock. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning. How are you this morning? Oh, tired. what a weekend for you! Big wedding and everything. It was. It was uh, a, we were so fortunate with the weather between Friday and Sunday. Yeah, you got the good day. The good day, and everything we went did. well. I trust. It did. It was absolutely beautiful. So good. And you have one more coming. When's that? Uh, on the seventeenth of August. So that's right two, around the corner. Two weeks. Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> Oh, boy. It'll be good. I thought two years was something between my kids' weddings, but oh, well. (laughs) It's fun. It's fun. It it works. Absolutely. Tell us what's going on over there while Bob keeps lounging with the crew up in Alaska. All right. Thank you, Scott. Summing up the week of July 22nd at Shereen Livestock Market. In the Slaughter Market for the week, we topped at 76. 82% of the cows are from 46 and above. Market cows are 57 to 69, low-yielding cows 45 to 56, thin and weak cows 44 and down. In the Holstein steer market, choice and prime 80 to 92, select for 79 and down. For beef-type steers and heifers, choice and prime 85 to 108, select for 82 and down. In the bull market, high-yielding beef types came in at 70 to 85, utilities for 68 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality Holstein bull calves sold from $35 to $115 per head. Lighter and lower quality calves, $25 per head and down. Holstein heifer calves were $10 to $50 per head. Beef calves, $75 to $260 per head. In the hog market, butcher hogs were $26 to $45 and a half. South. 25 to 38, fours for 16 and down. Today will be our next sale. We'll start with calves. If you have a question or you need trucking, give us a call at the market at 715-669-7127. And check us out on the web at tlmsource.com. For all the Citroen Livestock here, family owned and operating market. Have a great day. Thank you, Michelle. And I hope today that you get a chance to just take a deep breath and collect yourself because what a weekend you had. Yeah, I absolutely cannot complain. It was absolutely beautiful. And I'm so we are so fortunate with the weather. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, good things happen to good people, as they say. So there you yeah. go. All right. Michelle over at Tureen Livestock. We'll talk with you soon. And as I mentioned, Bob and his traveling crew are in Alaska. Let's hear the first report about what's going on up there. I know he's got three sisters with him. You've heard of the three sisters, the mountains, even a vodka named three sisters. Well, we've got three sisters that are traveling with us on our wax holiday vacations farm tour here in Alaska and, of course, parts into Canada. Dorothy Sherman is with us first. And, uh, Dorothy, where are you guys all from? Marshfield, Wisconsin. All right, well, tell me about your travels. You guys travel a lot together, you and your sisters? Yes, we do. Um, We've been to Hawaii, um, Ireland, Germany, Switzerland, Spain. (laughs) Sharon's been to Africa, Egypt, China. China. Well, you guys do get around. We do. What about this is your first time to Alaska in this part of the world, though? No, we were here once before, Um, Joni and I in 2002, and I'm not sure when Sharon was here before, but we've all been here before, but seeing different things now. Mm -hmm. So how have you enjoyed this so far? Wonderful. What's been the highlight? We've still got a lot of of Alaska to see yet. Well, yesterday we were on a very nice train ride, looking way down, (laughs) very interesting, and our glacier walk, helicopter ride and glacier walk that we did. Oh, that's great. Do you like cruising? Do you like that cruise? Yes. Yes, I like cruising very much. Ah, good. All right, thanks, Dorothy. That's Dorothy Sherman. Now, Joni Frankwick is with us. And, uh, Joni, 
Africa. That must have been interesting. What'd you do no, over there? Sharon. Oh, that's oh, I'll get to that one. Oh, Sharon. Okay. So, Joey, what do you think of uh, what we've done in, Al in Alaska and Yukon territory so far? It was very interesting because last time we were here, we did not do the helicopter. We did not do the train. So, so far, those were my two highlights. Mm -hmm. The White Pass and Yukon Railroad, did you get out on the uh, platforms up behind the train and got some outside pictures? No, I'm not that courageous. I stayed in the inside. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, uh, did you think the, uh, the scenery was going to be as magnificent uh, as it was coming up that pass? No, I was very impressed, but I was wishing we would have had more sunshine. Um, last time we were here, it wasn't this cold, or we had more sun. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it was beautiful either way. Yeah, and uh, hopefully we'll have sun when we get to Denali to see that oh, big I mountain. Hope so. Yes, cross your fingers. I'm hoping so. Yes. Oh, uh, good. All right. Thanks, Jody. Now Sharon Seidel is with us, and uh, you've been to Africa. What do you think I about have Africa? Been to Africa. <clears throat> I liked everything about Africa. Uh, my husband, daughter, and I went to Egypt and toured all around there. Luxor saw the King Tut's tomb mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And then my daughter and I went on a safari in Tanzania. And we lucked out. We got there um, just as the Great Migration was going on. So that was really great, too. Was this like a photo safari? You didn't have a rifle, did you? Uh, no, even our guide didn't have a rifle. You're not allowed to shoot anything there. <laughs> <laughs> so you were safely away from the animals. Safely away. An elephant was stampeding towards us. But <laughs> and a wildebeest parked itself outside our door one day, but <clears throat> no, we were safe. Who's more fun to travel with, your sisters or your husband and daughter? <clears throat> Uh, I won't have to ask that question. <laughs> She'll get in trouble but if she answers that question. But what, uh, we've still got uh, some more to see. What are you looking forward to as we uh, spend this last week? Uh, I'm looking forward to Denali because we haven't been there before. We've been to here in Alaska mm -hmm. before, but not to Denali. That's Bob checking in from Alaska with his traveling crew. What a good time that is for those folks. I'll tell you, if you ever get the chance, everything we know about it, take a trip with Bob on one of his tours. <laughs> he does it right. To the soybean farmer who knows the early rise, who's there even when times are hardest, whose fingers bless Wisconsin soil, who sows in our hearts and grows for our children. To the soybean farmer, we stand with you. Strengthen the voice of Wisconsin farmers. Join the Wisconsin Soybean Program at wisoybean.org. Nine minutes before five here at Wax 104.5. I don't have to tell you folks out in the farm fields and on those barns right now how the weather treated things. And as we've been reporting all along, and as you folks know, there have been some challenges and Dr. Dan Undersander with the alfalfa update today has some ideas about planting oats for some of your fall field feed needs, rather. Time for our next Grow Alfalfa Update program. Dr. Dan Undersander is our state forage specialist. And, Dan, there aren't many times when we're here at the end of July we're talking about planting something, but uh, this has been such an unusual year that's actually what we're going to talk about today. Maybe planning a little bit for some fall feed, huh? That's right, Bob. Uh, there's a, a number of people still looking for some additional forage tonnage. Uh, there's some unplanted acres yet. A uh, number of other situations going on. And um, if we really want forage yield off of those fields, it's important to... Uh, Remember that probably our best alternative at this point is oats. Uh, fall seeded oats can produce a good tonnage for us uh, with favorable moisture and weather as much as three tons per acre. It uh, is a, a good planting time now in early August uh, because uh, we want to wait till the hottest part of summer is over, but we want to make sure that we'll have good moisture going into the fall. So, so now is the time to be thinking about this. Uh, there might be some thin stands of alfalfa that we've decided to take out, and, and oats is a good way to get a high yield off of those fields. Uh, one important thing to remember is that fall-planted oats tends to be higher in quality than spring-planted oats. Uh, 
Uh, we have seen a greater fiber digestibility, a little higher level of, of uh, starch and sugars in that uh, crop. And so the, the two together, uh, the higher non-fibrous carbohydrates and uh, more digestible uh, fiber uh, make this a, a good forage for planting in the fall. The recommendations would be to plant uh, something around a bushel and a half to three bu to two bushels, excuse me, two. Uh, some people plant as much as three for grain, but there's no advantage to doing that for the forage. So one and a half to two bushels. Uh, of course, uh, people are familiar with planting the oats at an inch or so of depth, uh, so we don't have quite the uh, moisture issues that we do when we're trying to plant alfalfa or other smaller seeded crops. Uh, it is important to uh, think that we will need some nitrogen for this crop. Uh, now that can come from um, manure. It can come from some uh, organic uh, decomposition or else we might need to put on 50 or 60 pounds of nitrogen in fertilizer but uh, do think about the nitrogen that you have available for this crop as it needs it to make the protein. We can harvest the crop any time in the fall, but again, uh, we should think about the boot stage if we're wanting to harvest for dairy cattle feed. We could go a tad later uh, into a very early heading for heifers and dry cows or beef cattle. Uh, so the harvesting does become an issue. Uh, Chances are that uh, we can get up to those stages with an early planting. Uh, the later we plant, we'll still get good forage tonnage, uh, but uh, we may not get to that uh, reproductive stage. Uh, the other thing to keep in mind is that oats, uh, because it is a cool season crop, is favored at this time of year, whereas uh, on August 1, it's getting a little bit late to plant uh, a sedan grass or a sorghum sedan grass because that is a warm weather crop and uh, will not grow much when the temperatures daily highs start to fall below about uh, 70, 75 degrees even. So oats is the perfect crop for fall planting. All right. Thank you, Dan. Fall forage, oats the crop. Dan Undersander, our state forage specialist on our next Grow Alfalfa Update program. Thank you, Dan and Bob, for that report. 63 degrees here as we turn toward the milk house to wrap up the morning chores at Wax 104.5. Let's have a look at the grain markets for the day. Corn for December is at 428, up for December oats at 263 is steady. November soybeans at 905 are up too. Soybean meal for October is at $308.80 a ton. That's up $2.30. Wheat for December is at 510, up 6. On the country elevator prices, Golden Plump at Arcadia for corn is at 3.91. Corn at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo's Countryside Co-ops all are at 3.62. Stevens Point is at 3.93. Elk Mound at 3.75. Sparta 3.74. Ellsworth 3.54. Boyceville's Ethanol Plant 3.83. Stanley is at 3.92, and New Richmond at 3.88. On the soybean side. The countryside elevators at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo all are at 812. Stevens Point is at 796. Elk Mound, 821. Sparta, 812. Ellsworth at 796. On the dairy side, barrels of cheese ended last week at 172. That was steady. 40-pound blocks are at 182.5, down a half. And grade AA butter is at 237. Class 3 dairy futures. July is at 1748, up two. August, 1766, down three. September, 1799, up three. October, 1794, that's steady, and those prices are mostly up through March. Well, that's it for us here at Wax 104.5 on the farm side of things. With the morning chores, I'll see you all tonight at Park Beats Music in the Park at Osseo, along with the Osseo Farmer's Market down there. We always have a great time. The music will start at 6. The market opens at 5.30. Otherwise, have a safe day, whatever you're doing. 
Chippewa Valley Helpwanted.com presents the world's worst boss, the one who posts jobs on huge national job sites looking for anyone with a pulse. We'll just call him Dave. And now a word from Andrew's boss, Dave. Thank you, and may I say what a beautiful service. Everyone at the office will miss Andrew. He was kind, quick with a joke, and great with quarterly P&L reports. He will never be replaced in our hearts. However, my accounting department needs someone ASAP. <clears throat> I, I think that's enough. One last thing, Padre. My favorite Andrew memory was when he came in to interview. He told me he got a bachelor's in whatever accountants get, and I figured some of his college buddies might be here who got the same thing and need a job. <laughs> Wow, that's inappropriate. But it reminds me of the last thing Andrew said to me. I think you should leave. How did you know? Don't be a Dave. Find your perfect local employee at ChippewaValleyHelpWanted.com. Local jobs that work. We don't discriminate against people named Dave. Dave is a common name, fun to say, and so we're using it as a catch-all for lackluster bosses everywhere. They post jobs on the big national job boards because they really don't care. Please do not write us to tell us you're a Dave who was insulted by this ad. That would be a real Dave move, Dave. Wax 104.1 